This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. Church, thank you, Papa. Thank you, Mama, for this privilege to stand to share the Word of God with us this night. For the purpose of uh, direction, I'll, I'll tag the topic tonight, maximizing my access to God's treasure for me. This could indeed take any, to any, any form of classification, but I choose to target maximizing my access to God's treasure for me. Now, interestingly, God has already spoken to us, and he says that his amazing grace is available, and what it would do in our lives going forward is that whatever it is we have actually achieved as a people, as a church, as individuals in these last 20 years, will be a child's play to what is to come. And I, I took some time out to, to, to put it in context. So if you're an A student, for instance, now, what would it take to make your status now as an A student a child's play to what you are to become? If you are a millionaire now, what would, it, what, what would you become tomorrow that will make you, being a millionaire now, a child's play? That's the level of blank check God has actually written us. That's the, 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 the magnitude of the treasure he had actually put in place. Whatever it is that you think is good right now, whatever it is that you think is wonderful right now in your life, he's saying, that what he has in store for the next 20 years will make whatever it is right now a child's play. His word has gone forth. And there's this interesting thing about God's word. It has a creative power. It has a performance power. There's no shadow of doubt with God's word. Once he has spoken it, Nothing can stop it. The devil himself knows. The devil himself knows. He can't stand in the way of God's word. Once he has spoken, it's like standing in the way of a moving train. He will be crushed. So he knows that once God has spoken it to you, it must surely come to pass. But he understands that there is a way he can thwart it. He doesn't have the power to stop what God has spoken, but he has the, the manipulative power to take you away from that part that guarantees that what God has spoken about you comes to pass. He understood that, and that was exactly what he used against Adam and Eve. Dominion had been given. God spoke it. There was no doubt about the dominion Adam had. But the devil knew he could manipulate them out of that dominion. 
and he did. And ever since he succeeded with that, he's still in that operation. He tried it with Jesus Christ. After he fasted for 40 days, the first person he saw that visited him was the devil. Trying to use the same very tactics he used for Adam. But Jesus, understanding what that is, knew the right equipment, the right tools to counter it. In the account of that, we never had Jesus ask him, do you know who I am? It is written. It is written. It is written. Jesus used everything here. Nothing outside of here. Nothing outside of God's word. So the devil understands that he's at work whenever God makes a statement, a pronouncement, whenever he says something about us, see what happens. The kingdom of hell gathers together. Battle ready. Not to stop God's word because they can't. But to distract us from the focus of the performance of God's word. Now for us to understand how powerful God's word is, for you to understand what, that what he has said about you is awesome and would certainly come to pass. In Genesis 26, we saw the story of Isaac. The creative power of God's word is such that if he says it and the things that will make it come to pass is not in existence, it creates the factors that will bring it to existence. Up until that point in Genesis 26, we had not seen a situation where plants, crops grew without water. Had ever happened. The land was so dry, nothing could grow, could grow on it. People started packing their things to leave that ground to somewhere else where the crops could grow. And God said to Isaac, remain here. So in this land, where every logic, every possibility is clear that nothing can grow from. But because God has said it, and what would make it happen is not there. His word created a new form of plant that had never been seen. Plants that grew without water and nutrients in the soil. And it turned out that those crops yielded more than any farmer in the world then and tomorrow could ever see a hundredfold. The best harvest that there has ever been recorded a hundredfold. But without water, God created new crop of plants because he said it. We saw the power of God's words again in 2 Kings chapter 4. In the issue of the prophet's wife and the deaths of the prophet. Where Elisha got involved. 
in physics yesterday, the physics we know today, and the physics will continue to practice tomorrow. There has never been an e anywhere at all where we have current flowing from where it is limited to where it's plenty. But here we have an oil from a little jar filling vessels running contrary to possibility. Why? Because God has said it. We saw this again in John chapter 21 with the experience of Peter. Seasoned professional had swept the whole area clean without a catch. But when the master said, cast your net, the performance word created a school of fish never had been seen before. You know why I know it has never been seen before? That single catch caught a number of fish that the single boat that they've been using to fish and could never carry. They called in a second ship. It filled that second ship also to both of them sinking one catch. Why? Because the performance of God's word created a school of fish that never existed. We saw that again, the performance of God's word. When in, in Mark chapter 4, when Jesus had to speak to the tempest. See how powerful God's word can be. Principalities, powers, demons, whatever it is. When they hear the word, when they hear it, they obey. So what am I trying to say? What God has said Factors, resources, time, processes, logic, principalities, powers, have had it and are already obeying. But the devil is also at work. He's already raised the war. And that war is to actually bring in the destruction that will keep you away. From this, from the performance of God's word in your life. Now, what I'm here today primarily to do is to remind you that God has spoken something wonderful about your life. And the performance of God's word is not in doubt. But we all have a role to play to ensure that God's word finds performance in our lives. So that it won't be at the end of the day, by this time next year, when we are counting down to the end of the year, you look at your life and you can't find anything amazing. When you take the roll call of activities, others are posting God's amazing work in their life and you can't find any in your life. It's important you don't find yourself in that class. The reason why I say it's important you don't find yourself in that class is because God's word is clear. It is clear. It has been spoken and it would come to fast. If it is not happening in your life, there is a need for you to check why. And we we'll just want to quickly run through the possibilities.
the way the devil can actually throw the spanner in the works, like he did for, for Adam, but failed in the case of Christ. Generally, the devil would use timelines in our lives. That's what he's good at. He either uses your past, or he's using your present, or he's using your future. What, does he, what would he normally do with our past? It is in your past that you find the issues of condemnation and the issues of guilt. You don't find the issues of condemnation and guilt in your present or in your future. The issues of condemnation and guilt in your life is found in your past. The devil understands it. So when God's word comes true and he knows that, okay, you hold on to this word, the performance is activated in your life and things will change. He begins to tell you, but you know you don't qualify for this word now. <laughs> Are you not the one that actually aborted the baby yesterday? Are you not the one that actually added a, 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 an extra zero behind that, that figure? He begins to raise issues that will make you look at yourself and confirm to yourself that you have fallen short of God's glory. It happened to Adam. After he had actually disobeyed, and he had God's voice. He did something he never, he usually would never do. Instead of running to God on hearing his voice, he was running away from God. The devil knows that. He understands that. Of course, it worked for Adam. Why wouldn't it work for you? So he raises the issues of condemnation and guilt. But you can counter that with the knowledge of God's love for you. And let us quickly look at Romans chapter 1 verse 8. Media, please, if I would really be grateful if you can walk with me as fast as possible. Romans chapter 8 verse 1. Romans 8 1. I read. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Brethren, we have the single most potent tool against this device of the devil about our past in bringing condemnation and guilt. If you are in Christ Jesus, there is a guarantee. If you are in Christ Jesus and you are walking in the spirit, there is that, this guarantee that there is no condemnation. So it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter how heinous that past is. It doesn't matter how terrible it is. As far as God is concerned, it doesn't exist. As far as God is concerned, it doesn't exist. You need to walk in this consciousness so that by when the devil begins to raise the issues that your past can allow you benefit God's amazing grace, you counter him just like Jesus did. I'm in Christ. Romans 8 1. I'm in Christ. I have the Spirit of God in me. Therefore, there is no condemnation. 
And to drive this home, in Isaiah chapter 54, from verse 17. Media, please. Isaiah 54 from 17. Please, anyone with, with the phone, anyone who can actually get this Bible readings as fast as we, we need to. We need to actually move fast. Isaiah 54. It said, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against, including the devil's tongue. Yes. Including the devil's tongue. He said, And any, every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. It is your heritage. It is your heritage. Because you are a servant of God. It is not your righteousness. It is God's righteousness. God has already qualified you. So it's important you walk with this consciousness because the devil will raise it. God had actually, his word has gone forth. There is creativity, there is performance all around you. And you will begin to see it. But the interesting thing is that as it begins to materialize, as you begin to, oh, someone is calling you for an appointment, the devil will begin to ask you. But you don't have the certificate. You're not qualified for what they are calling you for. Counter that. There is no condemnation. God has already qualified me. The devil, if he fails with your past, will strike your present. And how does he do that? By tampering with your peace. The best weapon the devil has with your present is stealing your peace. Have you ever seen anybody whose peace is stolen that can focus on what he has to do now? So if he knows that he can't get you with your past, he creates issues of trouble in this present that will create what? Absence of peace. You know, the absence of peace manifests in fear, anxiety, worry. So the devil will throw things. Have you ever, you know, it, it often happens. You draw up your plan for the day, the previous night. You wake up in the morning quickly, you are ready. Review what you have to do. Okay, I'm moving from here to Lekki. By the time you get out of there, what happens? Your tire deflates. The spanner has already been thrown. If you do not understand that and arrest it to hold your peace, your day is messed up. So he understands it. But we can counter that with faith and comfort in God's assurance. Faith and comfort in God's assurance. Can I quickly get Psalm 46? Verse 1 to 3. Psalm 46 from verse 1 to 3. God is our refuge and our strength 
a very present help in trouble. Therefore, will not we fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. I don't know if any of us has actually faced a situation like this. God is describing the worst situation that there can be for any human being. And he's saying, even in the midst of this, don't be afraid. Though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, don't be afraid. God is saying, what I have designed for you, there is nothing that can stop it. So it does not matter what you are seeing now. It doesn't matter what the devil is throwing at you. It is just like this. God spoke to you last night to say I've prepared a job for you in Exxon Mobil. And then you get, go, just go tomorrow, they will see you and give you the job. And then you get to the gate of Exxon Mobil, the gate man from there starts giving you wahala. Your name is not on the visitors list. What are you doing here? Normally, if you, if you don't understand who God is, what he is to you, what his word is, he has spoken it, and it must come to pass, all you need to do is believe, you will turn back from there. Now imagine that you cross the security man, you get to the receptionist, another wahala. You cross that, up to the managing director. If the managing director is telling you that this job is not for you, what would you do? Would you not just stand up and quietly go home? But God is saying, because I have said it to you, even if the managing director is saying, it's not your job, I will give it to you. God is saying, even if what you know, the normal things you know, turn upside down, What I have said to you must surely come to pass. And God is saying our next 20 years will make whatever it is, whatever best performance, best show you will have right now, a child's play. Brethren, I know who has spoken and I'm holding that with every ounce of my life. Because his word has an innate performance ability. If the devil fails with your present, he attacks your future. Brethren, the best guarantee of our future, of the future of any best person, is dependent on the quality of instruction that is guiding it. The best guarantee of anyone's future is dependent on the quality of instruction that is guiding it. But see how beautiful it is for us. You know, some people could have instruction guiding their future, but it's a wrong in instruction. So whatever best efforts they are putting is effort in futility. But the, 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 the advantage we have is that the one that is issuing instruction for our future is God. And no instruction from God can be a wrong instruction. But you see the beautiful part. For that instruction to 
brings the reality of your future, there is a role you must play. The role of obedience. The devil understands that. He knows that you're already in Christ and Christ in God. Your future is guaranteed. The quality of instruction that will come from God for your life will make your life a made one. There is no doubt about it. But he understands that if he, gets you, if he can get you to be disobedient, that future is lost. Just like Adam's dominion was lost because of disobedience. So the devil will drive everything at you to encourage you to be disobedient. How do you counter it? Obedience. Stupid obedience. I choose to call it stupid obedience. It was stupid obedience that gave Isaac the hundredfold reaping. It was stupid obedience that gave the widow of the prophet a debt-free life. It was stupid obedience that gave Peter a catch that sank two boats. Be careful of the friends that will tell you that God would understand. That's the lie from the pit of hell. You see, when it comes to God's instruction, please open your ears and hear clearly. When it comes to God, if he makes, if he takes the pain of releasing that instruction, he will never understand anything about disobedience to it. So be careful of whoever it is, no matter how the person has shown you love, now, in the past, or in the future, that will tell you, with respect to God's instruction, God would understand. Run! That's the devil's incarnate. God would never, would never compromise his instruction to you. The instruction was stupid. It didn't make any sense. But Isaac obeyed it. And his future, because the account said that he, he, he grew exceedingly great. Isaac became well, as worthy as nation. Isaac alone, the wealth of Isaac alone was comparing to the wealth of the Philistines. The devil understands that God's word has gone forth for our lives. And he knows that the performance will surely make it a reality. So he has actually risen up. As you, you are waiting for 2023 to come to pull in, right? The devil has already started. He has already started strategizing to go to war with your mind. Attacking your past, attacking your present, attacking your future. He will bring up issues of condemnation and guilt. He will trouble your peace. He will raise enticement for disobedience. Please, it is our responsibility to guide our pasts, to understand that there is no condemnation of, or guilt because we are in Christ Jesus. To understand no matter how troubled the waters we are in are, God has already spoken peace to it. And to understand that God's instruction confirms the beauty of our future. Please, 
whenever you joke with it or disobey it. As we carefully draw up our strategies against the devil to deny us this treasure, and as we carefully follow through with God's promises, God's design for our life, may God help us to maximize the treasure he has made available for us in Jesus' name. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30pm and Sundays 8.30am at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station, Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.